0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast today. Today we're going to be talking about what to do because I'm so stressed out. You know, when we start looking at the statistics in 2022, there was the Stress in America survey and they found that there is a growing rate of the amount of people. And I know just talking to clients, oftentimes I just hear, I'm so stressed out. I don't know what to do. And this is becoming a big issue. It's just increasing since COVID. It's not, the numbers aren't going down. And you know, we're in this deliberate moment in time You know, there's a lot to worry about. You know, before a lot of times our stress was financial issues, it was a lot of internal stress, a lot of personal stress. Now we're seeing that the stress has kind of expanded a little bit more. In the recent Stress in America survey, we're finding that 81% of Americans are stressed out just due to supply chain issues, being able to get the things that you need. 87% of Americans are stressed due to the rising inflation and that's up 59% in uh, August of 2021 and 51% in June of 2021. So it's really just increasing. And then 69% of Americans are worried about a World War 3 outbreak and what's currently going on between Russia and Ukraine. You know, and we still have that number of about 65% of Americans are stressed about money and the economy. There is so much but you know a lot of this stuff is stuff that's out of our control. And I think this is something that we need to have a conversation about is when we're talking about supply chain issues and rising inflation and cyber attacks and the war it's out of our control we you know one of the things I've learned going through therapy is that you can only control what you have control over we have no control over what is happening overseas and we have to be mindful of what we're putting in what we're watching what we're dwelling on because that's going to overly affect us getting stressed out watching. Watching these images, it's not helping us in this moment. There's not much we can do in this moment now there are things that we can do we can be more vocal we can put our money where it's better off spent we could be mindful of different things that we're doing but I know so many people we have to really be careful we talk about it all the time with kids you know staying off of the social media and being mindful of it just think if you were to remove yourself from the tv from social media a week that would drastically reduce your stress you know one of the crazy thing was years ago and this was before social media got really um big we went on a trip to uh Rogers Rock State Park in upstate New York and there is no cell signal and we had about uh I think it was like four or five teenagers with us no cell signal and let me tell you it was probably one of the best trips you ask any of them they will all say it was one of the best trips and as soon as we started going down the mountain to go back into like the town of Lake George and everyone's phones were going off you know even the kids would say you know what I actually liked it when my phone wasn't going off now I'm blown up I have all these messages, I have all this to respond to. And when when they were away from it, they didn't worry about it. And it's just something that we really need to be mindful of is what we are feeding ourselves visually or mentally. How is that serving our mental health? And it's something to really, you know, be mindful of. So we want to be mindful of those triggers and what we're kind of putting in there. If you know you're very concerned about Russia and cyber attacks, maybe it's about limiting your exposure to the news on that since you know it's not helping you, you know, one of the biggest things too, we have to understand is what is stressing us out. And I think taking an inventory of when we feel stress and what is actually going on. Are you stressed because you're not sure how you're going to pay some bills this month? You know, are you stressed because you're watching the news and seeing all the negative stuff on there? Are you stressed because you just feel kind of trapped? You know, understanding how and what is affecting your stress will actually help you better manage it. You know, it's taking that inventory. So let's talk a little bit about the tips. To help manage stress, because this is really what we want, right? We want to be less stressed. We want to be able to better manage it. One of the biggest things is getting active. You know, and this doesn't mean if you're already a shift worker and you're already super busy, this doesn't mean adding something else onto your list of things to do. It might be about taking a moment and relaxing a little bit. I know a lot of times shift workers tend to be always on the go, they're always running. So, you know, that activity is to put in, hey, you got to go to the gym now. It's just another thing. But what we're talking about about is being active in a fun way. If your kids like to play basketball or soccer, playing basketball or soccer. If your spouse or partner likes to go for a walk, taking them for a walk. If your dog likes to go for a walk, take them for a walk too. You know, something that you enjoy that's physically active. Maybe it's going for a hike, but this is something we want to do. We also know just getting out in nature really helps our overall stress and getting out in nature and sunlight. And I know this is so difficult for some of our third shift workers because oftentimes they have to sleep during the daylight, but we want, to try to just get in a little bit of daylight as soon as possible if you wake up at 5 p.m now if you're living in the northern hemisphere um the lights are a little bit brighter it's you can at 5 p.m still get into daylight so when you wake up getting outside getting that into daylight feeling that daylight in your eyes because that's drastically going to affect your health and stress levels so that's super important the other things we want to do is have a plan for those high stress times or even just having a plan on how you're going to on a weekly basis manage your stress you you know, what do you, what do you do for a stress management technique? Do you use maybe fishing or a motorcycle ride, classic car rides? We talk about this all the time. Just getting out of whatever's stressing you out and releasing yourself. We have to find a way. And doing something you already like. Again, as shift workers, you are already so busy. We don't need to add in another item to do. So we wanna utilize something that you already do that will allow you to be present, to be mindful in what you're doing right at this time, not having to worry about all the outside noise. Really utilizing those things that you already enjoy and put it into a stress management technique. I have a guy that I was working with at a mill and he would get really stressed out from work and he loved fishing. During the fishing season, uh, he would keep a rod in the back of his truck. There was a stream on his way home and he would stop by for like 10, 20 minutes and just cast a couple lines in the stream. It wasn't even really, sometimes he said he's like, I don't even put a lure on. It's just, it was just about, casting it and just being in that moment, being in nature, being out of that element that it just gave him a few minutes. So when he got home, even though he was getting home, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, he was a lot more present. He was in a total different headspace. And something that he was afraid was going to cause more friction with the family actually became so much better because he came home. He was in a good mood. His wife was in a good mood. His kids wanted to be around him. And it changed the whole dynamic. And I think this is what we are wanting to look at is find something that we enjoy. And give ourselves that moment to enjoy it because it's going to make you a better person on the other side for those of you that are around you and also your own daily health. It actually made it easier for him to deal with a lot of the stuff he was dealing with in his job because he knew there was something else outside of just where he was sitting in that act of being present. Is really helpful. And, you know, we wanna look at, you know, even something as simple. I have a friend of mine, Lisa Ryan. She talks about gratitude and she has this amazing approach. What she tells people is every morning for like a week, wake up, say three to five things that you're grateful of. Now, they don't have to be mind blowing, sometimes they could just be simple. I am grateful that I woke up with a roof over my head. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful that I can go to a job. I'm grateful that I can get a paycheck every week. Just something simple. I'm grateful that I have enough food on the breakfast table for me to eat before I go to work. Because that act of acknowledging something that you're grateful for as the first thought in your mind during the day is going to change your perspective. And if you don't believe me, try it. And if it doesn't work, let me know. But I can guarantee you it will change your perspective in a way that it will become more natural to see the better things in life. And I'm not saying you're going to see everything it's roses and, you know, suddenly you're in this wonderful world. But it's going to make you acknowledge the small things that a lot of times we overlook. And the next thing we want to talk about is having a plan for that acute stress. That stress that comes on out of nowhere. Maybe you get pulled over for a parking ticket or the boss walks in and says something that pisses you off. You know, how are you going to handle that in the moment stress? And one of the best things that we could do for that is breathing. The Navy SEALs use box breathing and it's basically you inhale, exhale for the same amount of time. But what we do know is actually our heart rate will lower, which will lower our stress level if Our exhale is longer than our inhale. If we breathe in and then exhale longer, that will actually lower our heart rate. That's going to lower our stress level. The Huberman Lab podcast talks about the physiological sigh, which has actually been shown in studies to be the most successful. And that's really breathing in and then doing another quick inhale and then exhaling. And I would always say exhale longer than you inhale just because we want that heart rate to come down. But if that's not in your wheelhouse and you're familiar with box breathing, go with box breathing. I think anytime we could really inhale deep and exhale fully, we're going to get a much better response. So let's walk through box breathing for a moment. So box breathing would be Inhaling, and we want to picture almost a box in our head, and we're going to go around the box. So we're going to inhale, and then exhale, and then inhale, and then exhale. And we're basically doing it in equal increments. And it's probably one of the simplest ways to do breathing, and it does work because the Navy SEALs use it, right? And they study everything. I personally, I have trained with Dr. Andrew Weil, And he does the four, seven, eight breathing. I actually find this in my own practice to be the most successful for myself and a lot of my clients. And basically what this is, is we're going to inhale for a count of four. We're going to hold it for a count of seven. And we're going to slowly exhale for a count of eight. And we're only going to do this maybe three, four times. And that's all of a sudden going to start lowering ourselves, our stress level back down. And then the physiological side would be inhale, another quick inhale, and then exhale. And again, we want to exhale longer than the, we're inhaling just to get that that feeling. So there's so many different breathing techniques. These are three that I usually recommend and use. You could do whatever one feels right for you, but this is really good in that moment of acute stress. You don't want to freak out. You don't want to yell at your boss. You don't want to yell at your wife or your kids or whatever's causing you stress. The other option we want to do is get away from the situation if at all possible. You know, if your boss is yelling at you, you don't want to walk out the door because you're probably going to be fired. But if you feel yourself getting stressed out because you're watching the news, turn the channel. You know, so if we can walk away, walking away would be great. You know, one of the things that I have actually found out with my daughter's anxiety that works really well if you're starting in that spiral is acknowledging your senses, name something that you can see, name something you can smell, name something you can taste, name something you can touch, you know, and acknowledging all those senses that will help bring you present. But that's really the key. In handling acute stress is bringing ourselves back into present. And you know, a lot of times when I get stressed out, it'll be because someone says something stupid or someone does something stupid and I just want to like lash out. And what I have to remind myself sometimes is I need to lead with compassion rather than judgment. Sometimes it's really hard when someone does really something stupid. We have a joke in the car. I am really bad when it comes to people in cars, especially when they're merging into traffic. I don't know what it is in Pennsylvania, but PA drivers cannot merge into traffic. I don't understand why everybody stops. It's ridiculous. I grew up in Jersey and, you know, you knew how to merge. PA, they just don't. So a lot of times, like I'll be in the car and we'll be merging onto the highway and there's somebody in front of me that decides to stop in the middle of the merge lane. And of course, You know, my mouth is going, my kids are like, mom, you get so stressed out when this happens. And, you know, it's actually gotten to the point where I've had to step back and be like, okay, maybe, maybe they have limited eyesight. Maybe they can't see. Um, Maybe they never had anybody to teach them how to merge. You know, a lot of times I'll get a little sarcastic in it. But I'm trying to come from an area of compassion. You know, if I see a car flying by me and they're driving really dumb, a lot of times, you know, me and my kids make a joke. We're like, oh, they must have to poop. You know, it's stuff like that, that trying to lighten the mood because I know for me, driving and idiot drivers are probably one of my number one stressors. Actually just talking about it right now, I'm already getting stressed out. So I think it's one of those things that we have to acknowledge. And I think that's another good advice is if you can try to find humor in the situation, don't laugh at your boss in the face as if he's getting really red, but maybe take note of his vein popping out of his forehead. And you could joke about it later. You know, lighten, sometimes lightening the mood can really help a situation out. And then, you know, listen, if stress is, is ongoing and it's maybe causing anxiety. Maybe it's not even causing anxiety and depression. Maybe you're just really stressed out and you're tired of being so stressed out. There is nothing wrong with going to a doctor and seeking out some medication. You know, I think a lot of times, especially in the natural health world, we look down on medication and seeking out medical help. There is nothing wrong with saying, hey, listen, I need something to help me manage my stress do you have something available? Because a lot of times if we can, I I like to use the example, if, if you hurt yourself, if you hurt your ankle and it's all swollen, you're gonna take Advil to help reduce the swelling so your body can start to naturally heal. If it's overly swollen, I should say, right? That's what these medications are gonna do. If you're having problems, and you just need to take the edge off so you can put other plans into place on effectively managing stress, then why not take the help? It doesn't mean you have to be dependent on the medication. It could just help take the edge off. And I think a lot of times we try to fight and do it on our own. And sometimes it's just not worth it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. I hope this helps you out a little bit. If you have your own stress management techniques, I would love to hear from you. And listen, if you are needing some help, if you want some coaching, you can always reach me at shifthealthcoach.com. Dot com. We do one-off sessions, so you don't have to sign up for three months, six months. You can just get a 30 or 40-minute session where we're sitting down, we're putting a plan into place so you can go and carry it through. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll talk to you next week.